Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button today, that notification bell too, and that like would really help out as well. And with that being said, let's jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a suggestion over on Twitter from Dominic Gallegos. Apologies if I got your name wrong, my friend. <laughs> who said, Mark, did you see this? And no, I have not. And it's from Not Another Manson who says, Am I the asshole for throwing out my friend's girlfriend after she insulted me during a panic attack? Title sounds bad, but hear me out. I-22 male have a small group of friends who decided to have a COVID-safe game night at my place. My friend Nick, 23, asked to bring his new girlfriend Pam, 20. I said sure since none of us had met her yet, only been dating for three months. So it seemed the perfect way to introduce her to the group. The night Nick comes, Nick and Pam are the last to arrive. She greets everyone and Nick introduces her to us all. I welcome her to my home and introduce myself with my full name. She went quiet and asked me to say that again. I was a little weirded out but I told her my name again fake name but let's say andrew james manson she screamed and fell to her knees nick immediately consoles her and tries to calm her down it turns out she has a fear of serial killers i share a last name with one from the state i live in because i am also unfortunately distantly related to him it wasn't a big profile case that everyone around the country knows but it's enough for some locals to wonder if i had a connection to him this is considered pretty heavy information to most people, so I don't tend to tell it to everyone. My friends all knew at this point, but Pam didn't. Nick said she'll be okay in a while, but then she screamed, How could you bring me here, you monster? That seemed really atypical, so I asked her what was wrong. She said that her great aunt was one of the victims and her body was never found. I told her that I'm sorry, but I can't control my genetics. I'm related to that person, again, not the real name, but that doesn't mean I'm going to kill anyone like he did. Then she screamed for me to get out and Nick told me to leave until she calms down. I snapped that this is my house, so you should leave. He said to be reasonable and understanding because this is a hard thing for Pam to come down from. But here's where I may be the arsehole. I grabbed my keys from the kitchen and when I went by the living room, I heard Pam say, I can't believe you brought me to a murderous house. So I snapped. I shouted at her that she has a lot of nerve acting this way the first time we meet her and how dare she demand that I leave my home and called me a murderer. I grabbed her and Nick's things, threw them at them and demanded that they leave right now. Pam wouldn't stop screaming and crying and Nick asked me to be reasonable. I told him to fuck off if he's okay with his girlfriend insulting me like this. After I kicked them out, our other friends began arguing about how I could be such a dick to someone having a panic attack. The others defended me and think Pam was out of line and Nick didn't do a damn thing to defend his friend against his girlfriend of three months. That's it's her own fault for being overly dramatic and demanding just because of a panic attack and Nick is only enabling her. 
Nick has demanded an apology for Pam and him, and I told them both it ain't gonna happen after the way she disrespected me. Everyone is split, but I feel like I'm in the right. Am I the arsehole? And there is an edit which, you know, would have came after the comments, I think. So I'm gonna cover that first. I don't think it really adds any an update as such, but give some additional information. And it says edit. So I'm gonna step away from this for a while, but a lot of comments have raised a lot of good points. I thank everybody's input. I know this is a very strange situation. I understand how my distant relative impacted her family. That is painful, but he also impacted my family in many ways. We'll not elaborate for the sake of privacy. The crimes in question all happened decades ago before any of us in my group were even born. Also, the last name in question is not really Manson. I merely used it as an example. I have considered changing it down the line, but since it's a long and costly process, I am putting it off. Focusing on my college courses for now. Don't really know what sort of last name I may change it to eventually, but I'll see. The petty part of me started calling my place the murder house in the group chat with friends on my side. I think it's going to stick. Edit 2. Hit the update button too quick. My bad. But also I am a little surprised by the amount of people who find it odd how I introduce myself with my full name. That's just a manner that my grandfather instilled in me. He always did the same and encouraged me to do the same. I just basically see it as being polite when I meet someone new. But I have never seen someone react this negatively before. But Ls236 says, If this did happen, then she was way out of line. Just because you might be related to a murderer doesn't make you one. Also, people will downvote me, but if you have such a panic attack from a name, you need serious help. Also, you don't ask the homeowner to leave their own home. You leave, not the arsehole. Warmage1 says, she called you a murderer in your own home because of your last name. Unless someone told her about you being related to that serial killer, she was having a panic attack because of your name. There is no world in which you could possibly be in the wrong here. Accusing someone of being a murderer while you're a guest at their home is seriously fucked up. Not the arsehole. Ritlock Mimi says, As someone who has a severe anxiety disorder, panic attacks can be crazy. They make you illogical because 9 times out of 10, they are illogical. So yes, you maybe could have been a little gentler. With that being said, I would have absolutely flipped my shit at her. How dare she make such gross assumptions without even knowing you? The name could plausibly be unrelated to that person. Even if you were siblings or twins, you can be opposites. Ask anyone with a sibling. Not the arsehole. She is looking for attention and drama and using a very real mental health issue to get it. Kick her out and wish your friend luck. Dating a girl who is working both sides of Psycho Street has no shame or decency to hospitable strangers. Sounds like she has room temperature IQ. It's going to be tough on him. Lol. Sluggy Cat says and quotes, Then she screamed at me for me to get out and Nick told me to leave until she calms down. Lol, not the arsehole. Of course, her loss is tragic, but it's your house and she's a stranger. The entitlement is just wow. Panic attacks suck, but as soon as it started, Nick should have gently taken her back to the car, apologized to you and left. Wishy Wasa says, not the arsehole. It's your home, so why does she get to decide what you should do? If she's going to yell and be rude, you have every right to kick her out of, again, your home. The fact that somebody is having a panic attack does not justify rudeness, yelling, or name-calling. And one more from Keisha the Red who says, Not the asshole. You were being reasonable. Nick and his girlfriend weren't. Having the same last name as a serial killer does not make everyone with that name a serial killer. And I think everyone is afraid of serial killers because, I mean, yeah, obviously. 
her reaction, her and Nick demanding that you leave, and overall, the way she behaved was absolutely not okay. And yeah, I was trying to picture the situation in this one, you know, Nick and girlfriend coming in and introducing, and soon as to find out about the last name, she absolutely has a panic attack about it. And I'm guessing that's without even knowing that you were actually related to this person as well. So it was just based on the last name. And we've read many stories containing like panic attacks and how and people dealing with them and taking steps to deal with them in the correct way and taking a step back if you're in a situation, you know, that might that might cause you a panic attack. And I know panic attacks are sometimes, like one comment said, uncontrollable and you absolutely lose it in, in some cases. But to flip out name calling, telling someone to leave their house, it, it would be a not the arsehole from me. But I do question, you know, Nick's actions in this, taking his girlfriend round there, assuming that he knows he knows about her her mental health and her panic attacks. Hopefully it's something that they may have discussed in the past. Maybe not here, so I may be just reaching, but he took her round there knowing that her past history and never even brought up this beforehand. So I do question Nick as well in this one. I'm wondering if he is the main asshole in this, but what do you guys make of this story? Thank you so much, Dominic, for throwing it my way. Really appreciate it. And we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Dragon Shadow, who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to take my name off the deed to my mother-in-law's home? Me and my partner have been together for eight years, married for two of them. Five years ago, we bought a home together, a small two-bedroom unit, just to see if we could coexist without killing one another. <laughs> with the intention of only staying a few years before we got married and then upgraded to something larger. Three years on, we had enough of deposit to do just that when my partner's mother came to us asking for help. She wanted to buy a place but didn't have anything in the way of savings. She was tired of renting as it was becoming more and more expensive. We talked about the issue knowing that if we agreed to help, it meant delaying our own upgrade by a further three years at minimum. With some hesitation on our part, we nevertheless did the right thing and helped out his mother by giving her 90k, the sum total of all of our savings at the time, making it clear it was just a loan. And she bought a place also with the aid of her other son. Recently, my partner has been talking to me about getting my name taken off the documentation to the house. So it is only her name and two sons on all the paperwork. I know his mother has been in his ear about it because he only ever brings it up after a solo visit to her. For a while, I avoided the conversation, but recently my husband has had an actual conversation with a lawyer to draw up paperwork to have my name legally removed. When I found out, I told my husband we needed to have a serious talk, and I told him honestly that I would not remove my name from the documentation because, to date, his mother has not paid either of us back a single cent of the money we lent her. This angered my husband who said I agreed to take my name off the documentation. That's why he spoke to a lawyer in the first place. When I insisted I never agreed and that I was just protecting us both by insisting our names stay on all documentation, he called me paranoid that his mother would never cheat us. Now I feel guilty. Am I the asshole for refusing to remove my name from the documentation, seeing as I did help pay for the place she bought? And without help, she would still be stuck renting. On the third paragraph when you said, nevertheless, we did the right thing and helped his mother by giving a 90k. And I was sort of like, I don't know if that is the right thing. It doesn't feel like the right thing to me. I know it's an incredibly kind thing to want to do for someone, but is it the right thing? I don't know. It doesn't, as I said, it doesn't feel like it to me. 
I can say for certain if my parents were still with us and I had that 90k and it was either me upgrading or buying them a place, they would insist that I look to my future first. They certainly wouldn't be going to their children asking for a bit of cash from each of them to buy their own place, especially 90,000. And don't get me wrong, I would look after my parents in a heartbeat if if it needed, but I just know what their attitude towards this whole thing would be and it wouldn't be like this mother-in-law right here. And it all just felt so shady. Why should you be off the documentation, something that you invested in? It just feels like a big scam to me. So it's 100% not the arsehole. I wouldn't feel guilty for a second and calling you paranoid. And his mother would never cheat us. And I would be saying, that's exactly my worry right now. Why should my name be removed off the documentation? What is the, give me a legit reason. But see Majuscula who says, not the arsehole. You know that your mother-in-law is trying to cheat you. The bigger problem is that your husband is now participating. Is there anything in writing indicating that this is a loan or listing a repayment schedule? Opie replies saying nothing in writing. It was a verbal agreement between us all. Oh my word. Monkey Wrench says, not the arsehole. Your mother-in-law has already cheated the two of you by not paying back the 90k you lent her. I wouldn't take my name off a single thing until every dollar loaned was repaid in full. Not payments that can be dragged out over years or forgotten about. If this isn't acceptable, you might want to suggest they sell the house and pay you back what is owed. Okay Imagination says, not the arsehole, and your husband tried to gaslight you. I would talk to a lawyer of my own, and it's time to start demanding the money mother-in-law starts being repaid. You were being incredibly generous, but now you need to ensure you won't be ripped off. Why is he wanting your name off? Him calling you paranoid is unacceptable. If anything, you need to check that he's not forgiven the loan behind your back and that his existence is legally binding. Please report back. To be honest, I'd be going for a lawyer and a trial separation in your place. OP replies to that saying, I hope my husband hasn't told his mother that the loan is forgiven because he is saying to me she will pay us back when she is able to. None of this was written down. It was only a verbal agreement between the two of us. And the reason he wants my name off the paperwork is because that is a request his mother has made. No further reason given other than she wants my name off. I have also mentioned if she ever sold the place and my name is not on the documentation, she can very well turn around and say, what money? I don't owe her anything. At least with my name on the documentation. If she sold, I'm legally entitled to one quarter of the money's left over after all the debts are paid off. BB says you are about to get conned. If you take your name off that deed, you're never going to see a penny. Unfortunately, it seems like your husband is helping her steal from you. Why are you letting this happen? Dame Lame says not the asshole. If she wants your name off, then she needs to pay you back. Your name on the deed is basically collateral that you will get your 90k back. And one more from Hyberu says not the asshole. Never ever put yourself at financial risk because he, she would never cheat us. What is the explanation for wanting your name taken off? And again, OP said there was no explanation, which is the big question here. What is going on? Is it one big scam? Does mother just want to pass the house down to her children with no others involved? Even though OP has contributed a large amount. Let us know your thoughts. What you would do in this situation. And we move on to another story. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And our next story comes from BBPi14333, who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to testify for my dad in court? My mom and dad split up when my brother, 24 male, and I, 25 female, were very young. Since then, dad has brought home lots of girlfriends who do not last long. We have a half-sister, Diana, female 10, born in 2011. My dad and her mum share custody. In 2019, his girlfriend at the time, Laura, who was told she was infertile and was 40, got pregnant. She told my dad the baby was a miracle and she was going to keep him. My dad was very clear from the start that he's not happy with having another child, that it's Laura's project and that he feels too old, 58, to have a new baby. Laura told him that he could have the part he wanted in the baby's life. My half-brother, Leo, was born a year and a half ago. He's very cute and happy. My dad was proud of him when he was born, showing pictures to everyone and all. For around 8-10 to months, Laura and Leo lived at my dad's. However, whenever I would call him, at that time and ask how are you he would reply angrily that he obviously was not well having been trapped into having a new baby that he did not want that he was deprived of his freedom and is overall pissed with having to take care of two young children diana and leo he would openly say that in front of diana and leo he began treating laura worse and worse and just leaving all the time during the week or weekends so laura would have to take care alone of leo and diana she has health problems and has two heart attacks during that time. So he reluctantly took care of my siblings when she was recovering, but she still did the cooking, dishes and stuff. After that time, Laura and dad talks things through and Laura decides it's best if she moves out to another city. A city where my dad goes vacationing a lot because he has a boat there, where she can get her own apartment. She has her own job and so that dad can come see her and Leo when he feels like it without feeling trapped. He agrees and she moves starts building a good life for her and Leo, subscribes to a sports club, meets new friends, Leo is at a childcare near home, etc. Laura keeps in touch with the whole family and we're welcome to stay at hers anytime. Fast forward a few weeks and my dad is telling everyone she's a horrible monster for taking Leo away from his dad and siblings. He would go to the cities she's at, randomly, ask to see Leo and bring him back to his house in another city for a few days. Laura does not know when she's seeing Leo again. When she refused to let him see Leo for a few days, 18 days, because she can't stand the uncertainty and needs my dad to respect the schedule. He has gone to Leo's daycare, taken Leo and just left without her knowing. Laura has filed a lawsuit against him to obtain full custody. Plus, my dad would have the right to visit Leo on the weekends and vacation under a fixed schedule. My dad wants me to testify for him in court, but in my opinion, he brought this on himself. I refused to testify for him and now he refuses to talk to me. Am I the asshole? I mean, you could testify and just go in there and tell the absolute truth and what you've told here. And let's just face it, it's not going to look good on his behalf, is it? 
It sounds like before they moved away, Leo and Diana had a very unstable and almost toxic life to the fact, you know, their dad was talking about them in this way, saying, you know, that they didn't want them and all this sort of stuff. So when they did move away, things started becoming a lot more balanced, you know, going to daycare. Mum was finding their life again and getting back on their feet and the dad coming and just taking Leo away at random points. Not only is that disrupted to Leo's life but the scaring the mum as well and Diana too let's let's not forget that absolutely not the arsehole in this situation whatever you decide to do but I would seriously consider testifying and telling the truth because it will only work in in mum and Diana and Leo's favor but honestality says you should absolutely testify just not on his behalf what your dad is doing is wrong and I hope Laura is successful in protecting her son from him does Diana's mother know that your father badmouths his daughter in front of her? Because I also want Diana protected from him, not the arsehole. OP replies saying, yes, she does. I think he asked her to testify as well, and she also refused for the moment. She does not want to get involved as to not jeopardize the relationship she has with him and not affect Diana too much. As for testifying against him, I have considered it. If Laura is not successful and the matter goes to higher courts, I just don't want to get involved if I can avoid it. I don't want my dad to never talk to me again. Edit, I should add that I'm not from the US, so the US legal system does not apply here. In my country, I will be able to give a new testimony before the court appeal in a custody case. I'm in the legal field, so I can vouch for this. I will also triple check with Laura's lawyer when I speak to her. High Sunflower replies to that one saying, your dad sounds like an arsehole. How does he treat you? Would you even want that relationship in your life? To which OP replies again saying, he's a dad. Lots of parents can be arseholes. Sometimes he treats me well. Sometimes he treats me like shit. He's still my dad. I avoid contact most of the time, but I don't know if I ever break all ties. The Lavender author says, not the arsehole, dude. Your father is a textbook narcissist, gaslighting, blaming everything else on someone else, making up lies, etc. Testify for Laura if need be. Hyber says, not the arsehole. If anything, you should testify on Laura's behalf. What he's doing is abusive. And one more from Bizasar who says, not the arsehole. Sorry, but your dad is being a terrible partner and parent. To which OP replies saying, yeah, Laura and him are not together anymore. But she told my grandma she still has feelings for him. As for the bad parenting part, the situation I exposed as being awful parenting. But Leo loves him and my dad takes care of him when he has him. I think my dad deeply loves him and just, as usual, was ruled by his emotions slash fear of being trapped, causing her to round him and proving he can't co-parent. But I feel like you would be a good dad on weekends and on vacation, even if I can't be the ultimate judge of that. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Lots of the other comments just going down the path of you should be testifying for Laura to help her with this because, you no, know, the dad is a bad parent and going along those lines. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Dress, who says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to pay for my girlfriend's dress that I ruined? Days ago, I, male 22, was doing laundry. I was rushing to go to work, which had all my girlfriend's female 23 laundry and leaving it for a longer period because I was talking to a friend on FaceTime. All the clothes were fine, except for a $250 dress. The zipper got stuck, the fabric got snagged, and the straps were torn. My girlfriend freaked out, even though I said it was an accident. She said that this dress that I just ruined was relatively new and cost her $250. 
I apologized, but she demanded I pay for it since I should have known that this type of dress does not fit in the washing machine and also making a mistake by overloading the machine because I was clearly in a hurry. I apologized again, but refused to pay for a new dress because it didn't seem fair that on top of doing her laundry, I was required to replace whatever gets damaged, knowing it's not my fault since I wanted to get this chore done like she wanted me to. She said it was my responsibility that the dress was damaged and I needed to pay for a new one. But I said no, even though I have money, I just felt like I shouldn't be held responsible just because I was in charge of doing laundry. I asked her if she would be willing to replace any dish she breaks while doing the dishes and she got offended and said it was all because of me being reckless and not doing laundry properly. She stopped talking to me till this gets resolved and pay for the dress she worked so hard to save for and purchase. Am I the arsehole for refusing to pay? And I think this one's a pretty simple one for me that the fact that you did break it and you said you was in a rush but you was also FaceTiming as well. So you wasn't really paying attention to the task at hand. And yes, we all make mistakes, but I think you should be paying for that mistake as well. Say your partner broke something of yours that was really important to you and relatively expensive too, and they broke it, would you expect them to pay? I think I would. I'm not saying you should be paying immediately if you can't afford it, but in this, but maybe come up with a payment plan. But in this story, you've even said that you can afford it. You just don't think that you should be paying because you're the just because you was the one in charge of doing the laundry, but I think you absolutely should be. So you're the asshole to me. January says, you're the asshole, you were reckless and are now throwing a favor you were doing in her face instead of trying to right your wrong. ETA favor was a mistype. Obviously OP should pull his weight in his household and help with his chores. That does not change my vote that he dropped the ball and should right his wrongs since delicate tulip took great personal offense to my wording. I'm doing them a favor and clarifying. Cannabin Drive says you're the arsehole, your, your apology is hollow and meaningless. If you're not making an attempt at restitution, when you make a mistake, you are supposed to fix it and apologize. You ruined her dress, you should get her a new dress. That's just the obviously right thing to do. In fact, you ought to get her several new dresses for dragging your feet and making whiny excuses instead of just doing the right thing right away. The whole, should you replace the dishes when you're washing the dishes is a very lame ass and childish dodge. Yes, if you break things, you should replace them. You ruined the dress, therefore you should replace it. And be more careful with laundry in the future. Not all clothes can be machine washed safely. Trump says you're the asshole, holy mother of assholes. You're making an excuse that she asked you to do the laundry. So it's her fault. Dude, you need to do your laundry, full stop. Don't try and blame this on her. You put a dry clean only dress in an overstuffed laundry machine. The machine should only be filled about 50% capacity. It's called agitation and the clothes need space to wiggle and express their dirt. You then left the full machine because you were FaceTiming a friend. Again, you're trying to excuse your behavior. Because of your direct actions, her $250 dress got ruined. You're the asshole and you owe her a new dress and an apology. Risk and reward says sorry. Will you rush into work or will you distracted talking to a friend in FaceTime because it feels like your two excuses are mutually exclusive. You're the asshole for not being willing to pay for at least a part of it. You fucked up. You shouldn't try and make up for it. And one more from Sci-Fi Emery says, you're the asshole. Adults can do laundry. I didn't know how, doesn't wash. Is that a pun? Clothes have all labels that tell you how to wash them. Read them. The washing machine will have a manual online. Read it. Now, what do you guys make of our final story? I remember when I started reading those labels with all the little symbols and stuff. Whew, 
what a learning experience that was. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts on this story and all of today's stories if you choose to share them. I would love to hear your thoughts. And also thank you for spending your time with me today, 20 to 30 minutes every single day, getting involved in our community, Discord, Twitter, wherever you are, you are appreciated. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.